Welcome to the 5G and Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, Shaping Technologies of National Importance podcast series part four on the Internet of Things, hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langan. The Internet of Things, it connects everything from security cameras to sensors from doorbells to even smart parking garages. And although IoT has been buzzed about for years, it can really take off with 5G connectivity, according to experts with the U.S. Department of Energy's Pacific Northwest National Laboratory and Verizon. And to learn more, we are speaking with these experts about IoT uses, challenges, and the future shaped by connected devices. And in part four of our four-part podcast series, Penny McKenzie, who is the Embedded in ICS Security Cybersecurity Engineer at PNNL, Elena Peterson, Senior Cybersecurity Researcher at PNNL, and Brian Shromsky, who's the Managing Partner for 5G Public Sector at Verizon, will all delve into how 5G can expound upon the use of IoT and the data that comes with it. And Penny, Elena, and Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having, having us. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have you all. And let's really start on the PNNL side. So if you don't mind, tell us about IoT research and development at PNNL. And we'll start with Elena. Well, the national labs are big players in the world of energy, IoT, smart cities, and all of that. We've been doing a lot of research for a number of years. The advent of 5G it brings a spotlight, especially in the world of IoT. And we have some laboratory spaces and directed R&D development efforts in understanding the combination of IoT and 5G. Great. Thanks, Elena. Appreciate that. Penny, anything else to add to that? Yeah, so IoT has been really at the forefront with a lot of the research that we're doing with the 5G lab and with the common operating environment that we have. With the density of devices and everything that's out there right now, really need to better understand how we can manage those, especially when we're thinking about the security aspects of the IoT devices and how 5G is really going to change the way that we look at IoT deployment and what's out there. Okay, excellent. So let's dive in a little bit deeper and tell us how will 5G be involved in the IoT research overall? And perhaps we'll stick with Penny on this one. Yeah, so with IoT, you know, it's really quite interesting with the different types of communications that are happening with IoT right now. Everything from regular, you know, to 2G, 3G, 4G, and now we're moving to 5G. And being able to better understand what those communications are going to look like can help us better understand the IoT devices themselves, how they're connected, who they're connected to, and what type of data is being generated, where it's going, and all of that really great stuff, too. Awesome. Thanks, Penny. Elena, anything to add to that? Sure. So... We have our IoT lab and our 5G lab next to each other so that uh, we can cross over that research when it's applicable. That will give us a leg up in advancing the combination of 5G and IoT. Also, the National Lab, at the National Lab, we do a tremendous amount of work in energy and energy resilience and understanding the energy consumption of devices and what the impact to utilities might be is also something that we can contribute at PNNL. Okay, excellent. And Brian, I want to throw it over to you and hear your perspective. How will 5G be involved in IoT research overall? A couple of different ways, Matt. First of all, as mentioned before, I think one of the big avenues that we see working with PNL and other government agencies when it comes to 5G is around the cybersecurity, right? Here at Verizon, as well as the industry, as mentioned before, utility companies have been using IoT 
on 2G, 3G, and 4G. What 5G really brings is the next level, right, or next platform that we can go beyond what we're doing today, right? So having more immersive experiences that require a lot of bandwidth, handling, as mentioned before, a lot more devices, so the volume only increases, right? And what we're starting to see is these IoT devices where they're pretty static today, they become more interactive. And what I mean by more interactive, they will do things either through autonomous learning or autonomous driving or also machine learning or AI where they will gather the information and they will act on that information. And we want to make sure, and the good folks at PNL, that we do that in a very secure manner. So security is paramount when it comes to 5G. We're very excited about the opportunities for 5G in these industries that were mentioned. Yeah, great point there. And that's perfect segue in, into my next question, which is really all about security. So do you see 5G continuing to shape these technologies, especially with regards to security? And you know what, Brian, we'll stick with you on that one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some of the work that PNL is doing is specifically around cybersecurity, around IoT, and also 5G, which is exciting. We're seeing this not only from the Department of Energy, but we're also seeing from other government agencies, including the DOD. We're happy to say that there's new level of security in the new releases uh, through the 3GPV bodies, for instance, in release 16, where you actually get starting in, into things like network slicing, where you actually have encryption within that slice for 5G, which is very exciting to the folks at PNL and also the other energy labs. Excellent. Great. Speaking of PNL, let's pass the baton over to Elena on this one. Yeah, so, so some of the interesting things about security and IoT, it's, it's pretty difficult to put individual security on every device. The devices are small and agile, and sometimes security is not top of mind. So figuring out how you secure the network of these things is going to be pretty critical in some of the work that we're looking at here at PNNL, so that IoT devices and smart cities and things like that will be inherently secure. Uh, there's a lot of work in edge computing and AI that we do at the lab that will help enable those security network slicing also, and we're doing research in all of those areas. That's excellent. Thanks, Elena. Penny, anything else to add to the security discussion here today? Yeah, I mean, with the work that we're doing, even with the 5G being able to help identify those security holes before something is implemented really is a huge, huge deal, right? Thinking about how when we deploy new 5G devices, whether it be narrowband IoT or millimeter wave IoT, that sort of thing, we need to really start thinking about those security aspects of it and do those patchings ahead of time before they're actually deployed out in the field. So I think this is a really great opportunity for us to you know, partner with Verizon and, and figure out how we can do that securely for smart city applications, DOD, you know, everybody that is, is wanting to use this technology. Yeah, that's great insights from all of you. And let's switch over and talk about data. So how is the data collected from IoT devices made usable with 5G and really will ultimately drive future government missions? And you know what? We'll stick with Penny on this one. So IoT, as we know, really does a ton of data. It creates tons and tons of data. What's really quite interesting is when you start thinking about the deployments of 5G and how much data is actually going to come in, it's going to make it a little bit easier for our sponsors and organizations to be able to look at that data and make actionable results from it. 
So, for instance, when we start thinking about First Responder Act applications for IoT and 5G, it'll make it a lot easier for them to determine what's going to happen before they get to a scene of an accident or something along those lines. And it'll make it so that they have real-time data that's being generated right at that specific time. So they're not surprised when they get there. When we start thinking about, you know, even some of the technology that we've done before with a gunshot technology where you can have sensors around a city to determine where a gunshot was heard or gone off. With 5G, it'll make it real-time, instantaneous data that's being generated, and you can literally pinpoint exactly where it is in real time. So, I mean, the data that's being generated is going to be really huge. Um, Now, learning how to parse that data and make it more readable and make it more understandable is going to be a challenge, but we're up for that challenge. Oh, that's awesome. Excellent. Elena, anything to add to that? Yeah, I'll I'll just add some different sort of use cases that we think of in our mission spaces. Uh, Things like connecting soldiers up and monitoring them, monitoring the landscape, having unmanned vehicles and autonomous vehicles, doing reconnaissance. All of that is the kind of thing that you can do processing all that data over 5G networks with some different sensors. So not your typical application of what we think of as IoT, typically, say, in a smart city in our house. But those are things that think, uh, people like the DoD definitely would care about. Another sort of interesting way of looking at this is using that data to understand and reduce the energy consumption by watching all of that data and getting patterns and, and then controlling energy and understanding energy. Again, being a national a Department of Energy National Lab, we care a lot about energy usage and resilience. So that's another aspect of what that data will provide to us. And even looking at, say, something like personal safety for people who look at nuclear reactors and determine if it's safe to go into a place or or those kinds of things can be done through sensors with all the data on a 5G network um, and create better safety. So just some interesting different ways you might think of the interaction of using that data from the IoT and 5G. Yeah, that's excellent. Brian would love your take on this, too. Yeah. How could I add to all that great information we just said, right? So I'll, I'll put a little different spin on it. And you know, one of the reasons people are looking at 5G is not just the bandwidth, you know, the speeds, the latency. Those are all important, right? But one of the other things that they're looking at is compared to, say, for instance, Wi-Fi, right? Great technology. A lot of agencies and industries are looking at 5G that I can deploy a high quality network in terms of latency, bandwidth, connectivity by doing it cheaply, uh, more cheaply, meaning that I can serve more IoT devices with less infrastructure, right? So rather than putting limited aspects in terms of Wi-Fi access points, we start deploying 5G small cells, I can cover a much greater area of coverage, right? So I'm not limited to square feet, I start getting into square miles, right? So that is something that's very interesting, right? So if you think about just, you know, in a normal 4G world today, right, what a cell site can cover in terms of landmass compared to a Wi-Fi access point, right? And that is something that kind of gets overlooked on 5G. So when you start talking about IoT devices, when you have a 5G network that can provide a greater range of coverage and also deliver high bandwidth, low latency, and power these IoT devices, it gets very exciting. And that's another reason why customers are excited about 5G. They can expand their networks. And the other thing I would say around 5G and security 
the number one thing that we also hear is not cybersecurity, the air link, the encryption, it's also around the supply chain, right? That's probably one of the other questions I get asked all the time is a what's Verizon supply chain? You know, we're concerned around nation states, right? Who's in that supply chain? Adversaries trying to get into the networks, right? And that's where we bring in the folks at PNL that are looking at those vulnerabilities, not just from an air link, but also from a supply chain aspect as well. All right, excellent. Well, this concludes this episode of the 5G of Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, Shaping Technologies of National Importance, podcast series part four on the Internet of Things hosted on Government Technology Insider. We're Penny McKenzie, embedded in ICS security, cybersecurity engineer at PNNL, Elena Peterson, senior cybersecurity researcher at PNNL, and Brian Tromsky, who's the managing partner for 5G public sector with Verizon, all provided a deep dive look into how 5G can expound upon the use of IoT and the data that comes from it, and much, much more. And Penny, Elena, and Brian, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Thank you.